Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. All right, Andy. Hiya, Bob. You all right there? I'm all right. You're fresh off the train, first class, you say? I have, yeah. I upgraded. Yeah. It was, it was 15 quid to upgrade yeah. in the first class, and that got me infinite coffee. Yeah. That's what they pitched it as. What, a coffee, a drink of coffee that never ends? Well, yeah. It, you kept drinking it, and I just kept looking in the cup, and it was just still like three quarters full. But there's going to be a vat somewhere that's well, going to end. Well, there might have been like a pipe or something in the bottom of it, but it just kept filling up. What, and a bloke running behind the train? I don't know, a fella on the bonnet, I don't know, but there was that, and a cooked breakfast, yeah, which was cooked by James Martin, the TV chef. No, it wasn't, it's endorsed by It's got his name on it. All oh, right. Um, so he, so what did he, what did he add, what was the flourish James added? You know, uh, it was, you tomato. Got, no, everyone has a tomato, what was the James thing? I don't know, I don't know what he's, there was a black pudding, but I could have been anything. Honestly. It might have, it might have been from... No, I don't want to say it. It's useful idiots like you that just let these people walk. Is that what you describe me as a useful oh, idiot? Honestly, yeah, look, yeah. You'd buy it's a James Martin breakfast, this. Well, yeah. I'll well, buy but, that. but hang on. Not only was I a useful idiot, I was also a trapped consumer, or whatever you call it. Yeah. Because there wasn't any alternatives. Do you like tin tomatoes or fresh tomatoes? With uh, tin tomatoes, tin plum tomatoes. I did a survey on Twitter. Did you? And it was it was quite close, like Brexit. Right. But um, was it a breakfast Brexit? Oh, actually, it wasn't that close. No, I did. I did two surveys. I did one. Do you want tinned or grilled fresh tomatoes? Yeah. And uh, fresh tomatoes won. Right. And what and, won that? And the other one was beans on toast or beans near toast. Well, it's got to be beans on toast, doesn't it? Oh, I can't stop. I mean, again, it's people <sighs> having baby food. Yeah. If you, if you serve them on the toast, right? Yeah. The toast gets incredibly soggy and all that. You might as well not bother toasting it. If you serve it near. You then put You've the to- got the option of putting it on the well, toast you put, if you want. You're wanted. putting the beans on the toast when you've still got a reasonably crispy toast. Yeah, I suppose so. I think the tinned tomatoes thing felt like to me like it was a bit of a north south split. Really? What tin tin tomatoes won? Tin tomatoes up there. No, tin tomatoes. Tin tomatoes. Tin tomatoes lost. Really? Yeah. Do you like black pudding? I do. I didn't used to. But I'm quite fo- I'm quite partial yeah. to it now. Yeah. When you're at home, do you have your do you have a cook do you have a cook breakfast sometimes? No, I never do one in the house. I'll, I'll go like a Morrison's or like Asda. Fucking one ninety nine or something. Yeah. Well, why why wouldn't you? Why would you bother doing it yourself when you get one for one? If you had one at home, would you have it on a plate or just uh, eat it straight off your lap? Just off some kitchen paper. <laughs> How's your health, Bob? Um, not too good because I was in hospital last week on yeah. Wednesday having an operation. A personal one, personal operation. But do, by personal, do you mean? I mean, are regions? you prepared to talk about it? Yeah, it was my shoulder. Right. Um, and how did that go? Well, I think it's gone all right. It's a bit painful now, but he well, said to me, good, you know, it? it will be a bit painful for a period sort of, of time. For about a year. Like like um, <laughs> camera surgery, keel surgery. Right. You like the sound of that? 
So did he he just doesn't say, actually do it through the door. It'll be, you know. Well, do you know what? When I was a kid, and I found out that when when you get your ear pierced, they're using ear piercing gun. Now I imagine that they would stand like twelve feet away and fire yeah. the earring in from from a distance. Yeah. With it being a gun, because that's how guns work. Apparently not. They do it really close up, about a foot away. <laughs> I've had that. I had that done. I had a little gold hoop put in. Did you? Lived in Brighton, and uh, had the worst year of my life. And uh, as a result of getting the hoop put in, yeah. And I thought, and I thought to myself, this has brought me terrible luck. This hoop, yeah, yeah. So I, I threw it away. You know, I didn't. I stopped wearing it. And then maybe six months later, I found it again in the carp- on the carpet in the corner in my room. Right. And I put it on for that night out. You know, for a rockabilly night. Probably, yeah, yeah. I, I like me rockabilly. Who doesn't? Um, and got my head kicked in that night. Oh. And the first punch was bang on my ear where that ear was, was. It. Yeah, it honestly was. So an additional blow because it, it hit the metal and it just did it clang off the side of your well, head. Well, I think it was just a, a power greater than either of us saying, no, you were right, Bob, don't wear that yeah. earring. It's, a, it's, it's bringing... funny you should say that because I'm going to wear a, two hooped earrings on Sunday. Yeah. You can see now I'm wearing a West Germany 1974 World Cup T-shirt. It's very nice, actually, Andy, yeah. Because it's two months to the World Cup and I'm wearing a piece of World Cup related clothing every day now until the start of the tournament yeah i've got some mexican knickers for tomorrow lovely and then uh sunday i've got lined up a couple of hooped gold earrings like an argentine beef salesman would wear i don't know that beef sales is associated with hooped earrings. i think they do do you know what that's why i'm wearing it what's getting on my tits at the moment what's up it's people not being world cup aware so that, like, in the last week, I've had an invite to something which I feel obliged to go to. Yeah. It's on the first Saturday of the World Cup, three matches. Yeah. Um, me and Jim are doing a new series of Big Night Out. Yeah. Got the studio dates through, three World Cup, World Cup days. Why don't uh, people just show a bit of awareness? You know, because the terrible thing is it doesn't, you feel a bit of a twat saying, oh, no, I want to watch the World yeah. Cup. But it's really important to me. When I... Had my heart operation. You, you know I about had that? a heart operation, yeah. have you? When I had my heart operation and I was thinking, I am gone here. It was yeah. the day after in intensive care. It kept coming into me, man. I want to see that. It's really important. I mean, I, I want to see this World Cup. Yeah, and the one after. I'd like to make it to the one after, but um, if people crossed for you. keep going with these invites. Look, I've got, we've been waffling on, which we always Are you going to ask me about my health? How's your health, Andrew? You look shit. Uh, gout and my lips swelled up last night. Yeah. So the two double double pronged attack there I think yeah. I think what it is I think it's the tit juice oh, being yeah. dispersed around my body because I haven't been I haven't been milking myself often enough I don't want you to you, will you promise me would you like me, me to go any you further promise me you'll take that out of this podcast no <laughs> I'm you've, not you, promising you've got anything that, you've got a very thin top lip and a fatter bottom lip because it's swollen up oh and is you it you see there it's like swollen up what have you been sucking on? I look like fucking Leslie Ash. Leslie the F in and Jeff in. Sorry. I've got a new feature to, to kind of start off, Andy. Is it better than your Chris Evans one? Oh, I've abandoned that, <laughs> yeah, right? And it's Mick McCarthy, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. So, um, oh, yeah. you have to say, like, so Mick McCarthy's just coming in, right? Can I just say, if Mick McCarthy does any shouting at all, can you just move your head away yeah. from the microphone? So you need to ask him, all right, Mick, how are you doing? <laughs> right. Yeah. And then the next one is anyone in particular. Right. And the next one, anyone you're okay with. Right, okay. So what are they, Andrew? Hi, Mick, how are you doing? Anyone in particular, anyone you're okay with? Yeah, thank you. Right, so... Oh, who's this coming in? Fuck, it's Mick McCarthy. Mick McCarthy. All right, Mick, how are you doing? What's it to you, you bastard? If you must know I'm fed up, I'm fed up of bastards. Anyone in particular? Well, you, you're a bastard. 
Roy Keane's a bastard, but at least he knows he's a bastard. Bears are potato waffles. <coughs> Not a person, but still bastards. People who wear hats, bastards. Ian Holloway, what a bastard. Beard grooming, the work of a bastard. Posh coffee shops, full of bastards. Ipswich fans are bastards. Norwich fans are bastards. Footballers, all of them. Biggest pack of bastards I've ever come across. That bloke next to you, Bob Mortimer. Total bastard. Oh, I forgot what it was. <coughs> Anyone you're okay with? Anyone you're okay with, Mick? Sinita! <laughs> She's not a bastard. The wife's all right midweek. And that's it. The rest of you are bastards. Thanks, Mick. I've got you one name I can offer you today. Right, okay. Ken T. Turtles. Ooh. What's the T for, you ask? Putting your golf ball on, I say, but that is only jokes. <sighs> That's Ruffles. just ruffle generation, yeah? yeah? Laffle catapult. The T is for tortures, <laughs> all right? His obese grows cress in his skin folds and has his booper number tattooed on his Douglas. Mm-hmm. Or you can be Ronnie Hot Dog. Um, I'm going to stick with Ronnie Hot Dog because I don't think you've put enough effort into that. Okay. Ken fella. But, um, there we go. Have you got um, any any Sunderland related songs this week? We're getting yeah. them out of the way now. Yeah. Yo, you want it out of the way? Yeah, please. Well, they're, they're hitting the nerve with you. I feel a bit rotten about them, actually. Are you starting to, is it starting to hit home that you're just uh, basically a racist? Well... I really love the North East. Aye. I've got family it's, it's got from, a lot going for I've it. I've got family from Sunderland. Yeah, and now you're not, never ever concert, gonna be allowed family, to go family back there. Family from South Shields. Yeah. And you're just condemning them. Well, so what I've done is I've made the target not as much specifically Sunderland, right. but more you. Me specifically. Yeah. Oh well that's so, alright, I'm fine with that. Um I'll just get the song up, Andrew, the music up. Go on then. So here we go. And he is from Sunderland, so he lives on chicken dippers. He feeds them to his Alsatian, and he feeds them to his nippers. He lives in a rented bungalow with fridges on the lawn. He steals next door's electric and downloads farmer's porn. Sunderland is a fucking nightmare. The streets are heaped high with Johnny's and dog dirt. Sunderland is a significant shithole There's dogs in prams And urine in the food malls And he goes out dogging With his dolmio in a flask He never gets any takers In his Lee Catamole mask (laughs) When Andy is up the Asda He watches like a hawk Waiting for the staff To put reductions on the pork Sunderland's a fucking nightmare The lasses stride round like the prawns in District 9 Sunderland's a significant shithole With donkeys running wild And bunting made from bog roll Bunting made from bog roll There it is That's, that's <coughs> um, highly offensive to you. To me personally. And to the people of Sunderland, because it wasn't just aimed at me, was it? What? It was a little bit, but there was quite know. a lot of it was, was what you normally do, which is to castigate the people of Sunderland. What I've done, yeah. I've I've come up with a widget which randomly chooses new stories from the Sunderland Echo as okay. a way of trying to prove to you that it's not all bad up there. So okay. here we go. 
first one. We are counting down to a stunning 2018 Sunderland Tall Ships Festival. Whoa. I ah, see. We've got the tall ships coming in July. So, yeah. yeah, stick that up your pipe. Here's another one. Redevelopment of Sunderland Railway Station could start in 2019. Could. Could start. Could start. So, that's something yeah. positive. Another one. Uh, tooth decay in Sunderland's five-year-olds almost double national average. Oh, there we are. That's a bit of a downer, isn't it? So it's it's mixed, a mixed bag there. I wonder what the reason is for that dental decay. I wonder if it could be blue drink. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, Bob, do you reckon Squeeze is still up the junction? Oh, here we go. I mean, that was 1979, wasn't it? There's probably been, you know, significant development in the area. And I'm assuming it was London, so there's probably been some gentrification and they might have been priced out of the area. That junction might be a mini roundabout now. Might have been closed off to through traffic. No, I see the people from Squeeze uh, from time have, to could time. Could have been pedestrianised. Are, are, are they still up the junction? Well, Do you have why any? would you think they're trapped in the, in the junction? Do you think it's some sort of Black Mirror episode? Or something? I don't know. Jesus. That's, that's what the song was all about, wasn't it? So I, I just wondered if you had any information. No, they're not. They're not? They're not. I'll just write that down. Harry Kearns made a statement, sent it to me. Oh, was he? Do you want to hear it? Oh, big news this week as well, that goal he was trying to claim. Yeah. Went enough his imaginary shot. Well, he got it in the end, didn't he? He did get it, yeah, and he's very happy about that. Oh, go on then, we'll, let's have his statement. Here it is, I just have to find it, press the button and that. And remember his voice. Hello, it's Harry Kane here, boss of the White Hearts. Now, there has been a lot of snuffery buffing about the goal I scored at Stoke last week. It's very upsetting and unwarranted, and I want to put the record as straight as a sausage roll baked by a set square maker. What people seem frustratingly unable to understand is that I have the only magic chin in UK soccer. Vardy's is not magic, it's just a street chin. As soon as the Danish Christian took the free kick, I used my chinny muck miracle to create a small vacuum above my shoulder. On exiting this vacuum, the speed of the ball increased threefold, thus propelling the ball past the keeper and into the net. The goal is therefore righteously mine. It's not my fault that the cameras and rule makers haven't caught up with the patented technology of my chin, trademark Magic Chin Limited. I swear on Debbie Alley going blind through a parasite ingestion that I am telling the truth, nothing but the truth. P.S. Don't pass to Vardy. <laughs> Thanks for your attention. This has all been very frustrating and has left me in right down in the dumps. <laughs> Goodbye. Comedy catchphrase is Bob. Yeah. Everyone loves catchphrase comedy, don't they? You wouldn't let it lie. That sort of shit, We yeah. really want to see those figures. All that crap. Yeah, I've worked on some. Yeah. I want to introduce them and, and let you decide if you think they're any good or not. Here's the first one. John, where's your shorts, John? Where's your shorts? Where's your shorts, John? Shorts. Shorts. Yeah. No. No? All right, here's another one. <laughs> I, I like that one, but I'm not keen on that one. I like that. Dave Can Walliam. I do that one again? Dave Walliam. I like that one, but I'm not keen on that one. That is excellent. And it yeah. is me last one for now. Uh, is that my wine? Is that my wine? Hmm. I don't like the voices. I think this, if that was in a, like a middle-class sitcom, 
uh-huh. could work, but that character you were playing, he wouldn't be. Because in... what he was doing is whining a bit, and it was kind of like two meaning, double meaning, oh, a whine. Right. I could change it. Do the Dave Williams <laughs> one again, I like it. I like that one, but I'm not keen on that one. That's very good. That's the best of the three. Definitely, yeah. I'm going to keep dropping them in. And in fact, I, don't, I, I can actually say, I like that one, <laughs> but I'm not keen on the other two. Oh. I think got a bit Derek Gyler. That's a bit, yeah. A bit um, Phil Jones. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. No, right, Bob. I've met out in the house to give you an update on how things are going and all that, and everything is beautiful in its own way, you know. So, I'm just sat on the low wall, round the back of the local shop site, you know. I've got me puffer, puffer jacket on, because although the sun is shining, it's still a bit chilly, and me puffer, puffer jacket was described by the retailer as a windproof buffer buffer and suitable for static staring in a winter environment. I'm eating a chicken wrap <laughs> from the one-stop store. Oh, I love a chicken wrap, mate, you know. It's a good basic example today. Nice soft tortilla that has been softened a bit, you know, by the juices seeping in and the lovely lumpy chicken is lumpy with a bit of flame grill effect on the individual lumps. You know, like as if they've been drawn on. It had two blunt ends and not a cut in the middle, so I unwrapped the wrap, as it were, and spread the contents centrally across the tortilla and rolled it up like a pancake, you know, you know, like a pancake. My son used to love pancake day. Used to say, Hey, Dad, take the pan. You're the only tosser in this house. He did it as a joke, you know, but he always kept a very straight face. Like, nice memory, though. Dog there. Truth is, Bob, the wife threw me out the house this morning, you know, I was staring out the bedroom window, mainly examining the Albanian fella next door's garden. He's put a gas barbecue on his patio decking, you know, fuck knows what he's going to brew up on that. <laughs> I've heard the Albanians like to cook up lamb guts and chickpeas, you know. I've looked through his bins once, 
And I couldn't see on the eggshells, like, so I don't reckon they eat boilers or poachies, you know, like us lot. Suddenly, anyway, the wife says, What are you staring at, you little fucking creep? You blocking me lightning, casting a shadow over whom's under the fucking hammer? So I said, I'm sorry about blocking the light, like, you know, and I'm sorry about casting the shadow over your exciting program. I was just having a nice stare, you know, while I waited for you to finish your boilies. Well, that's just it, you fucking dial. I'm not going to be fucking finishing them. What's the main criteria for a decent fucking boiler? Well, the white part should be firm, mate, and uh, the yellow part should be runny, love. Never mind runny. They should be fucking runny. Like food sauce, or long life cream, or the shit that comes out of mini fucking KMs. Look at these, they're like fucking Harry Bows. <laughs> Sorry, love. I'll go and do you some fresh ones. Well, she stares at me for 30 seconds, you know, just like I'm just a nationwide advert. And then, <laughs> then she says, Don't even fucking bother. Get out of my sight. In fact, get out of the fucking house and don't come back till tea time when I need me scrambled. So I quietly went out and found myself at the, around the back of the shops here, you know. It's where I hung around when I was a kid. And, you know, I didn't have a care in the world then, really. This puffer jacket I've got has a breast pocket with a zip and two side pockets that don't have a zip but I'm a press stud, it's a bit fiddly. It's got a concealed hood in the collar that is accessed by a zip. There's a drawstring on the waist, you know, and it's got a couple of toggles on it that I like putting in my mouth. Right, I'd better be getting back now, but I'll do a few jokes from my joke book, like, to cheer you all up and everything I do, I do it for you, so give it a go. My sister works for British Gas. Do you want to meet her? A clown turned up late for work on his first day and he got sacked from the circus. He's suing for fun fair dismissal. <laughs> <laughs> I burnt my Hawaiian pizza last night. I must use a lower setting. <laughs> I went to the zoo the other day the only animal there was a dog. It was a shit zoo. <laughs> <laughs> one Peter Beardsley. There's only one Peter Beardsley. One Peter Beardsley. No, I'll see you, Bob, anyway. Ta-da. 
Oh, so he didn't sound... He's had a rollicking from the wife, oh, like, again, can he? she's a brute, isn't she? Yeah, but yeah. she wants her eggs down the way she wants them. Well, that, I mean, and in many ways, that's fair enough. <sighs> that's life. I had poached eggs for me tea last night, Bob. Yeah. A couple of poached eggs. Did you use poachies, those little... Nah, have you seen them? did them in the pan of water. I created the whirlpool effect with Very the fork. Very good. Very good, Bit of vinegar in as well. Yeah. I did them right. Do you, have you seen poachies, the little packets you get that you no, crack the egg into? No. What, are they from, like, B&M or something? I don't, could be B&M, yeah. Wife's question's interested. Are you? <laughs> I wasn't interested all well, but fortunes, but I'll have to investigate that for myself. I reckon. Yeah, go on, wife's questions. Yeah, okay, go on. hello, Andrew. Have you got any clothing delicate or classy enough to be dry clean only? Um, oh, God, I've got, I've got, I've got a, 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 I've got a suit. Okay. Where'd you get that from, Burton's? Oh. As the suit. Like no, you look. Nylon. I can see him look me first. You don't. You, you didn't it get was it from, from Asda. How much was it? Suit from Asda for the whole thing. Yeah, fifty-five. Quid. Mm, not bad. Quid. They do. They do big, big, big size waists for you, and you know it's not just like slim ones for the youngins and that. Well, it's Asda, of course they do. Catered for the for the, the more generously proportioned fella. So you go honestly. You're just being used like a like a tool. So you walk into useful Asda. Idiot. You're a useful idiot. You walk into Asda, you see, you see the sign that says full English 199. Yeah. You lob it down your fat neck. Yeah. Yeah. Then go to the suit department where Which it says that ironically suits. Just right next to. Yeah, suits the, for fat lads. Yeah. 55 quid. And it's a restaurant there. It's not a restaurant, is it? <laughs> is it a counter? It's a cafe. It's not a restaurant. Is that, is that the, the end second of the question? Noise? Does dry cleaning in Sunderland mean just laying the garment on top of your Alsatian's kennel and beating it with a fish slice? Yes. Okay, just I to, thought just so. To purely get it out of the way. I and thought say so. Yes to that, hey, yeah. Andy, what's the Sunderland vape scene like? Is it fast moving? Is this another question yeah. from your wife? I, I haven't got a clue. I don't. I don't vape. Yeah. You do. Mm. You're doing it now. Lovely. This is. Um, Heavy cigar flavour. Do you suggest I take it up? Well, I look cool, don't I? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? There's something you want to ask me, Andrew. I've now. got some questions from me quads. Oh, go on then. Jack, Joff, Jiff and Jick. Uh, Bob, do you reckon you are taller than Stalin or shorter than Stalin or the same height as Stalin? Our, Our best guess is that you are five foot two. I'm five foot seven and a half. You're not. I fucking am. I am. You're not as tall as me. I'm taller than you. Piss you're, off. you're just a fucking ball. Fuck off. <laughs> taller than Stalin or shorter than Stalin? I think, I'm, the sta- I the think I'm taller than Stalin. Stalin was five four, so correct. Thank you. Bob, do you reckon you are taller than Hitler or shorter than Hitler or the same height as Hitler? I think I'm shorter than Hitler. Oh, have you researched this? No, I'm in just your a, past. I think he's probably like five nine. <sighs> Five, eight and three quarters, apparently, but he, he, he marked it up. He always no, said no, it was five, that's nine. what it is. I'm right. Okay, final question from the kids. Bob, do you feel frustrated and disillusioned by how your life has turned out? You seem to give off lots of classic signals that this is the case, i.e. your continual thinly veiled aggression towards our dad, who, when all is said and done, is actually a kind, decent man who is just trying to do his best for all of his kids. Uh, they go on to say, perhaps your diminutive stature is the source of your barely suppressed rage. Maybe you should seek some kind of psychiatric therapy or, and or invest in a pair of built-up shoes <laughs> in order to achieve the existential equilibrium that you so clearly crave. Mm, well, Just yes or no will do. All right, yes. Thank you very much, Bob. Um, it's a bit of a dig at me yeah, about my height, which is, which is 
unusual coming from you. You're clearly shorter than me. Aren't you? I like that one, but I'm not keen on that one. I've found, John, I've found myself. Where's your shorts, John? No, it's not good, man. Where's your shorts? It's too specific to John. You know, you want to use it out on the street. Yeah. You've got to find a John before you can ask him where the shorts are. Have you heard anything from Mark Lawrenson recently, Bob? Uh, yeah, oh, we'll tell you what. Oh, thank you for asking. <laughs> because, yeah, there was... It's. Uh, uh, I don't like to call it an incident. Right. But um, see what you think. So, Mark, he's got a bit more time on his hand these days, right? Because... He's not quite so regular with the punditry. He's not, is he? I've noticed that this season. Which, you know, to be honest with his shame, he's pretty good. He's a bit cynical, he but he is pretty good. He is. He? He's better than um, uh, Steve McManaman, for example. Well, to be honest with you, he's better than the majority of them, perhaps apart from. Not, Neville's good, isn't he? Neville's good. Carragher's good. Oh, he's in disgrace at the moment. Hoddle's isn't he? Hey, should useless. I just, maybe I could swap Beasley for Carragher. He can send me messages from his lonely life. I don't know. It's up to you, mate. I don't think I can do Scouse accent. So, anyway, he still does journalism and that, don't you? John, where's your shots, John? But he's having more time at home with his wife, Barbara, you know. So, well, spring is upon us, Andrew. And last weekend, he decided to bring his rabbits out from their overwintering regime. Are you going to want me to be Mark? Yeah. You can tell me what to say. Yeah. He's going to... So, he's... Well, spring is upon us, so... He decided to bring his rabbits out from their overwintering regime, you know, and sort out some um, tighter sat of his satin, satin shirts for the warmer weather. Yeah. You know, so he stood at the back door wearing a nice silvery grey long sleeve. Mm-hmm. Even he can tell the buttons are straining a bit round his guts like. Oh. So Barbara says, your shirt looks a bit tight, love. Do you want me to see if I can let it out a bit? Mark says, that's all right, love. The material's nice and stretchy. That's all right, love. The material's nice and stretchy. I think it will realign around my new winter shape. I think it'll realign around my new winter shape. What are you up to anyway? Stood by the back door like a trumpet. He says, I'm going to move the rabbit hutch out of the shed. I'm going to move the rabbit hutch out of the shed. The daffodils are coming up and that's my usual trigger. The daffodils are coming up and that's my usual trigger. Shouldn't you put some boots on, love? Those slippers look a bit flimsy for outdoor work. Mark says, no, they're fine, love. They have a three-ply rubber sole with contoured gripping surface. Oh, Jesus, what's that? No, they're fine, love. They have a... Three-ply rubber sole. Three-ply rubber sole. With contoured gripping... With contoured grip... Gripping surface. Gripping surface. For fuck's sake, Andy. Okay, love. Sorry, Bob. I'll record Holmes under the hammer while you're out there. So Mark goes to the shed. He lets all the rabbits out of the hutch, apart from Rodolfo, mm. who's a young'un, and, and then lifts the hutch through the shed door. Just as he's exiting, he holds the door with his foot to stop it banging shut, you know? Right. But sadly, the slipper isn't tight enough, and the door slams shut, taking his slipper with it, so yeah. the slipper's inside the shed. So now he's stood there with the hutch in his arms and his slipper inside the shed. He can't throw the hutch down because Rodolfo's still in, yeah? Yeah. So he rests his sock foot on the bit of roof tile he usually uses a door, as a doorstop for the door shed, shed door, yeah? Right. Calls out to Barbara. <laughs> Barbara, he, he said, I fucked up. Barbara, I fucked up! Barbara, come and help. Barbara, come and help! Well, his belly's really straining the shirt now and suddenly two buttons ping off. You can do the ping now. Ping! Ping! That's it. Thanks. My fucking shirt. Fucking shit. Fucking rabbits. Fucking rabbits. 
My fucking life. My fucking life! Now, was that Mark Lawrenson at the end, Andy? It was me, Bob. <laughs> so let's have it as Mark Lawrenson. My fucking life! Well, Barbara doesn't come, so he slowly, very slowly, lowers the hutch onto the ground. But as he does so, his sock foot slips off the roof tile and he falls forward. Two more buttons ping off his shirt. Ping! Ping! <laughs> the hutch tumbles onto the path and he falls onto the manure patch which is covered in fresh young nettles, yeah? Well, of course, the nettles sting his chest and stomach where the shirt's open, yeah? Laurel, ow. Ow! 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 Fucking ow! Fucking hell! Ow! That was effing ow, not hell. Oh, right. Fucking ow! Right. He jumps up just in time to see... Try that out later on. It's up to you. He jumps up just in time to see Rodolfo escaping through the side gate, right? So without thinking, he runs after him, but his sock foot stands on the fat ball holder that had fallen onto the path. Ow. 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 Fucking life. Fucking life. Well, he hops back into the kitchen, calling out for Barbara. Barbara! He hops through to the lounge, calling out for Barbara. Barbara! Barbara, quick, I've stood on the fat ball holder. Barbara, quick, I've stood on the fat ball holder. But she's not in the lounge. Then he looks up through the nets in the window and he sees Barbara in an embrace with a bloke. He can't see who it is. Barbara waves the fella goodbye and comes back inside. Mark, who was that bloke you were with? Who was that bloke you were with? Oh, it's just an old friend. What's all the noise about? I lost a slipper and four four shirt buttons and Rodolfo has escaped. I lost a slipper and four shirt buttons and Rodolfo has escaped. Then he notices Barbara has Rodolfo in her hands. Rodolfo, oh Rodolfo, my darling, you're safe. (laughs) Rodolfo, oh Rodolfo, my darling, you're safe. Yes, my friend caught him as he ran out. He was wearing sensible outdoor shoes. (laughs) Mark, I stood on the fat ball holder. (laughs) Talk said that. I stood on a football holder. Have you got any ice, love, and a Belinda wipe? Have you got any ice, love, and a Belinda wipe? Yes, of course. Sit down. Home's under the hammer starts in a minute, Mark says. Thanks, love. Thanks, love. And as she left the room, Mark couldn't help but notice she had a very distant look in her eye. I can't help but notice. No, that's... <laughs> so, do you think that story... Just there was a pause there, I thought you wanted me to Do you think that. that story was a bit like the movie Brief Encounters? Uh, in 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 some ways, yeah, not yeah. so much with the fat ball holder, and the oh, there's daffodils in brief encounter, wasn't there? Yeah, and the distant so. look in the eye, you know. Yeah, so fifty. Oh, thanks, Andy. That 50, means off to me. And that's about it for this week, Bob. Um, what have you been watching on the telly? I was just going to say that. Yeah. All right, you. I've been immersed in Wild Wild Country on Netflix. Pretty good. Is, have you seen it? Yeah. Oh, it's good, isn't it? How, how much have you seen? Seen old freaking. Oh, you bastard! I'm have you only, not seen I'm it? I'm only yet? three episodes in. Well, here's good news for you, Andy. You know my test with these Netflix things. They've got to keep on an upward trajectory yeah, and not go to shit right at the end. It goes up, up, yeah. up and away. I'm on episode you. four and it's just boiling. Yeah. In case you haven't seen or don't know what it's about, it's about a, a, an Indian guru who bought a massive plot of land in Oregon in the early 1980s. And he kind of retreats a bit, doesn't he, once they're there. They build this city, yeah. and his secretary, Sheila, kind of takes over. The, yeah. the, the guru just eventually stops speaking and stops in the house all the time, doesn't he? But he yeah. really likes Rolls Royces 
and champagne of them. and watches made out of diamonds. But the nice thing is, is it's it's um, an extraordinary story. Yeah. I was completely unaware of it. It's in my I lifetime. I hadn't heard of it either. Yeah, I mean, we're all familiar with Jonestown, the Jim yeah. Jones cult thing. Yeah. But I hadn't heard of this. The first episode, I wasn't sure if it was really real because there was so much video footage, I thought it had been staged. Yeah, I wasn't as sure. As a spoof yeah. documentary thing. But my God, it's real and my God, it's good. It is a good one. Do you I... think you'd be a good cult leader, Bob? No, I don't. Well... I mean, I think it's his eyes that have, are his fortune, aren't they? He's yeah. got very sort of like kind. Yeah, like me. Deep the kind eyes, kind face. Yeah, you got a kindish face if you lost a bit of weight. Right. I've I've been watch another thing I've been watching, Andy, is Flint Town. That's right. a Netflix one. Okay. And I can give that a recommendation, but in terms of me test of like um, it starts at a really like solid seven. Right. And it never drops. I'm not saying it goes to a ten. It's terrific human sort of. It's re, it's real life cops in um, a town called Flint Town, the most violent town in America. Wow! Fly on the wall. That's good. Right. I did want to. Um, I did want a shot in the dark on Netflix. Don't bother. What's that about? I mean, watch a couple of them because the three blokes in it are wankers. Right. They're the people who chase um, nine 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 calls at the night, film them, and then try and sell them to the look to the news channels. In America? In America, yeah. But um, it is kind of worth watching but one or two just to say, fuck, yeah. Final thing for me, a couple of darts things. On the iPlayer, Bullseyes and Beer, when darts hit Britain, all about the history of darts. Yeah. And an Eric Bristol thing, because he passed away last week. Yeah. On YouTube, there's a really good documentary about Eric Bristol in 1979 called Arrows, just before he became really big and it follows him around yeah. exhibition matches and radio interviews. Is it good, though? It's really good. It's really murky and gloomy. Did you get a sense of the man? Yeah. Because I worked with him a few times. Uh, yeah. Would you like to elaborate on that? Well, um, so soon after his passing? No, I wouldn't. Okay, that's probably for um, the best. I've also watched a movie that's uh, available for 99p at the moment, I know. It's on the I, you know, on I telly. That's I what I use, is it? I, I take whatever. Don't it's called Coherence. Yeah. Um, that's a really interesting film, made for 50 grand. Okay. Um, really interesting. Do you have a personal uh, interest in it? No, what, none whatsoever. I recommend okay, just it. Just checking. And um, a ghost story. Have you seen a ghost story? The one with Casey I'm Affleck. Scared of ghosts. That is a good film. It haunts you for a bit afterwards. Does actually. it? Yeah, it's a good film. Now, tonight, Andrew, mm -hmm. um, can I just say, aerosols on again in Liverpool. Oh, bloody hell. They've right. gone back to Liverpool. Because did, did how did it work out in London? Did they get many in? Sell out. Did Superb it? Superb evening. And they're going back to Liverpool. It's ladies. And they saw that last time. Yeah, it's ladies' night in um, Liverpool. Right. They're there at the Buyers oh, Club. Of course, yeah. Um, national. Is that why you're wearing the jockey silks and the little cap today? Yeah. Because of the national, the Grand National. Well, why wouldn't you? It's a big day. Isn't well, it? I didn't know whether you'd got a job as a as a jockey, but you've been a little short arse in that. Sunland's going down. Oh, you <laughs> bastard! All right, that's enough for this week. All right. See, see you ya. soon. Bye bye. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. 
And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.